Hello and welcome to Surrendering Average. I'm your host, Joel Mahe. Today we are on part two of the real estate investing journey. And today we are talking about the life lessons that I've extracted from our real estate journey. I'll tell little stories of how they uh, coincide with my daily living and just some really helpful lessons and tips that I've gained through this journey and I thought it'd be helpful to share to all of you. So please focus in and be present as you begin to surrender your average life. Hey everybody, welcome back to Surrendering Average. Uh, I'm here with part two of the real estate investing journey and today I want to talk about all of the lessons that I've learned from real estate investing and the tough times and the good times and the insights and just through the network of people. Uh, I want to bring these lessons because they really relate to everything in life. You know, if you look at it or you spin it to a different scenario, it can really have the same impact or uh, this utilizing the same type of mindset or just a way of looking at things differently. I think there's a lot of benefit through these lessons that I've learned over the last few years in real estate. So if you listened, if you haven't listened to part one, feel free to maybe listen to that first and you'll get a bit of an insight into what transpired through the last few years of getting into real estate investing, what brought us to where we are right now. And yeah, so today, we will talk about the lessons. So these aren't really in any particular order. I just, I just honestly started writing lessons out um, randomly that just popped in my head. So I'll just go over them and tell a little backstory on why it's a lesson and, and try again, if you're not investing in real estate or have no interest in real estate, these lessons don't need to involve real estate. Just kind of look how they might um, transpire or uh, you know, fit into your life based on whatever circumstance you might be going through. And I'm sure there could be a lot of relatability here with all of these lessons. So the first one, again, no particular order, but do your own due diligence and research. You know, this, this was the, well, maybe this one isn't a particular order because this is probably number one. Damn, you know, during those four floods that we talked about in the previous episode, that was the lesson that just kept getting reaffirmed to us every time, you know, and maybe the floods had to happen four times just to really solidify that lesson in me, <laughs> you know, every time I'd be sitting in that basement with a shop vac sucking up water at 11 p.m. at night so it doesn't go in, spread anymore. You know, all I, all the, the vacuum was so damn loud. I couldn't listen to music. I couldn't even listen to a podcast. It, it, our shop back was like half broken and it made this super whiny screaming noise and it was just the most annoying thing. And I'm sitting there for literally hours with a vacuum to a crack with water coming out of it. And all I'm left to do is sit there with my thoughts. So of course, you know, like I said, the first time the flood happened, I had no control over my negative thoughts. And it was just a flood of negativity of how can you do this? You know, like, 
you shouldn't have even got into real estate and just really bad thoughts obviously of course like <laughs> i was not prepared for this i they didn't tell me there was going to be a flood in any of this you know it's just the real harsh reality of what we were faced with um so the first one was pretty rough but after that you know second or third time i'm sucking that vacuum on the crack and i'm left with my thoughts and i'm thinking wow you know what a profound lesson again you know maybe there's a reason this is happening again to really solidify to always do my own research look at everything thoroughly on our own so you know we can't just blindly trust somebody because they speak well or whatever it may be you know we have to do our own research we have to be gritty with this and have difficult conversations and maybe challenge somebody instead of just going along because it's easy you know and uh that 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 was definitely probably the biggest uh, lesson that we that we faced, and it honestly really built some ruggedness between behind Jess and I, and really prepared us for whatever business ventures we are going to get into. And honestly, it's already made such a drastic impact on our lives, and and really to make a stand for what we believe in, and just just don't get dragged along. Um, so it was a it was a brilliant and amazing lesson just learned in the most difficult manner possible probably but yeah do your own due diligence do your own research don't just blindly trust somebody um and and yeah and that kind of segues into the next lesson which is listen to your gut um and and at that point in life i didn't have my intuition dialed in i didn't even really know what intuition was i did have that gut feeling that something was off with that mentor you know it almost felt like ah this is too good to be true like this guy's just everything i'm looking for he's that fire that i was looking for that kick in the butt he's gonna make me take action it was just so perfectly lined up and there, I remember feeling the gut feelings, you know, that uneasy feeling. And I didn't know what it was. And I just disregarded it because I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to think that this wasn't exactly what I needed right now. Instead, I wanted to believe that it was, yeah, this is it. This is all lining up perfectly. You know, I didn't look at anything else. I didn't listen to that gut. Over the, over the past two years, really, you know, diving into spirituality, self-help, personal development, I've really harness the ability to listen to my gut and sense when something is off and i did have that feeling and oh man did jess have that feeling about him she had her gut and intuition is incredible it's absolutely impeccable side note quick story um one time it was canada day and we were going to go to a, a lake and you know we got invited out and jess said ah you know you think this is a good idea like there's going to be booze around and people are going to be driving boats probably, you know, their, their cabin was on an Island where you have to cross uh, a body of water to get there. So you had to get boated in. And, uh, and she just had this extreme pull at her gut, just saying, Joel, I just have a really bad idea about this. We shouldn't go. And then the next morning, my roommate that who went to that party, you know, was really shaken up and he had some, you know, tears in his eyes. And he said, Oh man, like I don't even know what what to do right now. Like, so basically, what happened was a guy was uh, was a wakeboarding or uh, wake surfing, I think it was, and there was a pontoon boat driving in front, which is like the biggest no no in boating. 
and uh, and a guy behind him, and the guy fell off the wakeboard or whatever, and 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 the boat in front of him, the motor ended up chopping his back up, and he got severely severely injured, and it was a big ordeal. But that's that's not the, the the point that I'm focusing on. The point that I'm focusing on is Jess's intuition, which is just many times bang on, and uh, you know it was it was just screaming at her towards the sky. <laughs> And I said, no, no, don't, no, this is the, this is what we need. This is what we need to take action. So, you know, if I would have humbled myself a little and listened to Jess there, that, that probably could have saved us some grief. But anyways, listen to your gut is a big lesson. Uh, another lesson is trust must be built. Again, just blindly trusting people and whether they're just very articulate or good at sales or good at selling, you know, make sure uh, to build a relationship with them where you can... Uh, earn that trust. Like I, I gave this guy my trust right from the meeting that I met him. You know, I, I, I blindly put everything aside and just chose to just trust and believe this guy, which was a very big mistake and a huge lesson to learn that trust must be earned and built. Um, a, another lesson that I learned was take action. You know, take action. Although our journey wasn't perfect through this, and clearly we had a shaky, rough start, but whoa, did that rough start build character <laughs> in Jess and I, and just really taught us so many lessons here. And uh, but but the lesson that I'm talking about here is is taking action because yeah, sure, we went through some shit and we had more struggles than we would have if we didn't take action. But I have no idea where I would be or where Jess and I would be if we didn't take action. You know, we, we bought that house. They turned that little room into a meditation room. I had some profound moments in my life or self-discovery moments in that house. And just, you know, the course of our life could be so much more different to, if we were living in that first house that I just bought, you know, we might not be investing in our future. We might not be in the position where we're at um, financially right now and just so many other things. So no matter what and no matter how difficult, you still got to take action because that action, especially at the first go, is probably never going to be perfect. So don't wait for it to be perfect. You just got to dive into that cold water as shitty as it's going to be at the start. It's always going to be cold. There's always going to be that freezing, uncomfortable feeling that you get when you jump into a cold body of water. But, you know, it's necessary. It's necessary to progress and to level up and to keep moving. So taking action is a huge lesson. Um and be clear on why you're taking action. So again, we got clear on what, why we were taking action after all these floods. But before that, you know, it was how many properties can we accumulate? How much can we do? You know, and, and we weren't sure why we were doing it. It was just like, everyone's getting so many properties. This rain group is, you know, you get a pin if you get X amount of properties and you get a silver pin if you get 10 properties and you get a gold pin if you get 50. And basically this mentor even stated, um, now they have a podcast, I've listened to one or two episodes, but you know, he even stated right from the gut get go, it was like, yeah, I was trying to win. I was trying to get as many properties as possible. You know, you get a pin if you, if you get X amount, I was like, I want, and he's very competitive. He wanted to beat everyone. And because of this, they had, they grew so fast and had so many properties, you know, they, they almost went bankrupt. Their, their marriage almost ended like just so, c catastrophe ha unfolded because of this. 
So luckily these floods happened um, and that that's what enabled us to get clear, really clear on how this fit into our life vision, how this fits into our lifestyle. So we're not just doing it to accumulate and only doing it just like for greed and how many can we get and who can we show that we have all these properties, you know, like, no, 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 no. Like, what is this to us? And side note, if you listen to part one, I was part of rain for those 18 months that it was $99. And then as soon as the next month rang that it was going to be 199, I, I quit. I got out of there because, you know, I met the contacts. I, I felt like I needed to meet. I, I, I gained the knowledge, you know, we, we digested the content, we met some people and it was very useful, but I felt like I didn't need to keep going for what our strategy is. If, if that was going to be my full-time job or our life was just going to be focused on real estate, I totally would have stayed in that group. It was an awesome group. You know, it taught me a lot. There was great contacts in there. Uh, I'm not bashing it at all. It was amazing. And it really did get me going, even though if it was a rough start or not, the mentor guy is not part of rain side note anymore. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, you know, uh, that now all I'm saying here is get clear on why you're trying to accomplish a goal or whether it's investing or whether it's whatever you're investing in, just be clear on why you're doing it, what your strategy is, kind of what an exit point is. You know, these are very important things to know not just for ego reasons to show that you have things or to show you have money, but just, you know, why are you doing this and how does this fit into your lifestyle? So another lesson it taught was getting through hard times builds confidence, resiliency, and grit. You know, it really, really showed me that, you know, we can get through difficult times. Those were some hard times. We were at probably one of the worst places in our relationship and dealing with floods and dealing with tenants and dealing with people living below us and dealing with holding in our fights. So we're not too loud, you know, like, Oh man, there was a lot of shit going on there. Uh, and, and we really had to navigate through some difficult times, but coming out from that and learning from that, you know, we developed some confidence, quite a bit of confidence that we can do hard shit. We can prove to ourselves that, Whoa, you know, shit can hit the fan and we can, we can tackle it. Okay, well, now we're, we're kind of feel like we're leveling up. We're leveled up to the next scale that we can take on more things. We can tackle bigger challenges, have bigger goals and, you know, keep evolving and progressing in life. That built a lot of confidence. It built a lot of resiliency. It built a lot of grit. You know, it toughened us up. It put some calluses on our hands and on our mindset of like, okay, shit's going to hit the fan in life. It's not just going to be an easy coast, especially if we're going for more. We're going after more. We're going to be encountered with a lot more problems, a lot more difficulties. How are we going to manage them? Because it's how we manage them is how we're going to, you know, that's how we're showing up in life. How do we show up in our relationship while we're managing these issues? You know, the first time it was horrendous. It was awful. We were freaking out. It was, it's got awful, man. It sucked. But you know, the next time and the next time and the next time, it just kept getting better and better and better. So getting through hard times builds confidence, resiliency, and grit. Uh, it's so important to develop the proper mindset for when shit does hit the fan. And this really, along with my personal development journey, it kind of coincided very beautifully with it all because I was learning about mindset. I was learning about growth mindset. I was learning about 
asking myself better questions in my mind. So then when shit did hit the fan next time, I would frame it as, okay, what am I to learn here? Where's my lesson here? You know, okay, I can only control what is happening right now. Let's not catastrophize the future and let my anxiety spin out of control. It's like, what can I control right now in this moment? Okay, let's stop the leak. Okay, what lesson am I learning? Let's completely reframe this another way. You know, what can I control right now? And I would just ask myself better questions in the moment rather than freaking out and letting it get out of control. Uh, Another one is Jess and I learned a lot about each other and now how to work as a power team, a power couple, because at the start, again, this was kind of my idea. Jess and I weren't involved in property together for my first house. That was just, I bought on my own. And I said, hey, I want to get into real estate. And she said, okay, yeah, I trust you. Um, and it was just kind of me, you know, leading the, leading the way, running the ship, making all the decisions, doing everything. And, you know, just didn't really have too much of a part at first. And then, uh, and then we really learned about ourselves and got to know one another on how we work better. And what we came to the realization of was that I am that big picture thinker, big grandiose, big goals. Let's take action. Go, go, go. But with that mentality, I leave a lot of breadcrumbs along the way. And Jess is really great at picking up those breadcrumbs, checking all the all the dollars, you know, all the finances, dotting the I's, crossing the T's, you know, she's just all about detail, making sure we're doing this, checking that, doing this research. You know, she's the due diligence queen. And so she's the very fine detail and I'm the big thinker, big goer. And it's like, whoa, we are actually an unreal power team here. Like this is epic. <laughs> you know, you totally support all my weaknesses and I, I, you know, I support your weaknesses. Like this is amazing. So we really learned throughout the last few years how to work as an amazing team. And I'm super excited for everything we're going to tackle and take on in life because we do make an awesome team. But at, at the start, you know, we didn't know that. We didn't really think to look too in depth about it. It was just like, oh yeah, Joel, do your thing and I'll just kind of do my thing. But you know, when you when you enter something, uh, especially as a team and look for how you can utilize each other's strong points, it's very fascinating and interesting what you can collaborate with to create. So I found that uh, as a very good learning lesson uh, another lesson is personal growth is necessary to tackle big goals, especially if you don't want to sacrifice your relationship. So again, like I said, that from my example, that first, I'll keep reverting back to that first flood where I hadn't really, you know, gone into any personal development or mindset work or any of that. And it was, it was hell, honestly, like I, I probably would have quit if, if I would have been faced with those second, third, fourth floods without doing any personal development, growth work, mindset work, you know, we need to scale up for problems in life. And without doing this work, it's so easy to say, why am I doing this? Why don't we just quit? It's easier if we quit. But if you work on yourself to build that resiliency, that grit, that mindset, you know, to you, you're hungry for that growth, you're hungry for more, you're going to be able to tackle bigger problems. So I think personal development is necessary if you have goals, if you have, especially if you have big goals, if you have a big vision, 
you have to work on yourself. You have to develop yourself, your skills, your mindset, your resources, your knowledge, the way you think, the questions you ask yourself, understand your psychology, understand your trigger points, understand how you work with your partner. You know, this is a lot of work. Develop your spirituality, implement practices, your, your holistic health, your mind, body, and spirit. All these things have to be functioning at a high level to succeed and to progress and to achieve those big goals. Like there is a lot of work behind achieving big goals. Um, and some, something that was pivotal in my life was when I came to the realization that there is no easy button to achieve these big goals or to achieve what I was looking for. And once I came to just the surrender of that, that like, ah, oh, damn, you know, I've been, I'm just hoping that this one book or this one thing is going to give me that easy thing. But then I realized that, in every book and in every teaching that you have to do the work and you have to go through the process. If there are shortcuts, they're not going to be, they're not going to bring you longevity. You know, they're not going to allow you to go very far. Uh, <laughs> it might get you there quick, but it's not going to get you there for long is what I've come to realize. So doing the work, especially the self work, the personal development is so necessary to have an exceptional life where you have big goals, you have big dreams, and you're also maintaining, hopefully, your relationships in your life. I also learned to invest in something that supports your current lifestyle as well as your future vision. So real estate is building long-term wealth for us. And again, the strategy that we took was the buy and hold, or the, yeah, the buy and hold, the long-term hold, where we're just gonna rent out to tenants. It's a very long-term strategy, but it fits with our life because then we're not managing renovations. We're not doing flips. We're not managing, uh, project, doing project managing. It's just, it's just a lot more simple. So we aligned it with what our current lifestyle is because we're very busy, very active people with a, with a active social life we're we're physically fit we're always going to the gym we're always going to do activities we're liking to go on trips we you know we got a lot going on the entrepreneurial stuff the life coaching stuff the podcast the the full-time jobs the growing a relationship like there's a lot going on and and we're just like yeah we, we can't be spending time to do that that's just going to completely hinder our lifestyle um so a lesson was you know fit fit your investments or what you're doing into your current lifestyle but also for your future lifestyle so real estate gives us that freedom potential freedom uh of, of gaining wealth to have options in the future if we don't want to be at our career our whole life you know sell a house and buy us some time or sell a house while we transition out or whatever it may be like it just gives us options and builds that long-term wealth that's going to support the lifestyle we want to live in 10 20 30 years down the road you know um, it never hurts to think ahead uh, i also learned that no investment comes without a price especially energy no matter what you're investing in you know i like to dabble in the stock market and recently last year been diving in pretty aggressively into cryptocurrency investing and have done made a lot of money in that to be honest um but e even that like it, even though that's a lot more easy quote unquote easy it's a it's a lot more risky too but that risk comes with energy right you know you're, you're especially if you need the money uh i don't advise to be investing money that you can't lose but um 
you know, it comes with it. It comes with an exchange of energy, whether it's just investing in the market, investing in real estate, you know, there's going to be time allocated. There's going to be energy put towards it. It's going to occupy your thoughts and your mind. So no investment comes without a price. So it's just important to know that and important to go into any investment with that knowledge and also with the, the, the intention to not let it get carried away and, and, and always revisit your foundation and what's truly meaningful and important in your life, no matter what investment you're in, to ensure that it doesn't take over your life. Um, so yeah, dreams dreams won't come easy all the time. And uh, everyone sold real estate as, well, not everyone, but a lot of the books and podcasts that I read or listened to, oh, they just made it sound so easy. And they were doing the burst strategy, which involved way more... <laughs> way more complexities and work and you know they just sold it. oh it's passive income and it's so easy and you know until i actually got into it and doing showings and marketing and getting tenants and answering calls and going to do repairs and having floods you know the reality of it hit and you know now i'm prepped for it and i'm prepared for it and i understand it but at the start it was very overwhelming so so my lesson here is just don't be naive to what the process and and don't think that it no matter how many these people make it sound like it's so easy just have the understanding there's probably going to be an exchange of energy time and effort for whatever you are working towards uh you know dreams <laughs> dreams don't come easy at least not all the time uh, another lesson was teaching me patience um this is a long-term game, especially real estate, especially the buy and hold. You know, being patient, believing in the process, having trust, having faith. Um, but yeah, practicing patience because we're not going to see these gains until down the road. And it's, you know, we're putting a lot of our capital up front to get these down payments in these houses. And, you know, that that's teaching us patience because we don't touch that. We don't see that for however many years. Yes, it's going to grow yes the tenants are going to be paying down our mortgage and we're going to be building wealth through that but that's a lot of patience this is a long-term game but i think patience is a um, valuable thing to 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 have and if you want another lesson was if you want to do something new or scary or something that's intimidating to you because you've just never done it surround yourself in the environment or with people who are already doing it at least to get started and then continue with what suits your needs. So for myself, again, I, I didn't know anyone in the real estate game. I didn't know anyone doing it. I didn't know anyone even in, in any investments. My dad was a old school banker who played it safe his whole life. He worked the same company from 18 to 65, you know, worked all the way to 65. I'm not sure what his investments were like, but he wasn't going out buying real estate and making big plays. Um, so, you know, I didn't, I didn't have anyone around me that, uh, that I could really bounce these ideas off of, or that would support me or, or just to make it normalized that, you know, it's, Hey, it's normal to invest in real estate and, and joining that rain group, joining the real estate investment network, uh, allowed me to feel comfortable, surrounded me with the appropriate people to, to really instill that belief that oh okay it's all right it's all right to do this this works there's people in there with track records that it works and also hearing the horror stories help too it's like oh, okay you know you're gonna run into some shit here and it you know it kind of prepares you uh so so i highly recommend that if you want to do something new or that's intimidating you you know 
reach out to people who have done it before surround yourself with with like-minded people it does make a very big difference another lesson is sacrifice a little now to get a lot in the future so delayed gratification i have an episode on delayed gratification um and you know we could have jess and i could have could have bought a lot of nice things with the money that we we've put on these down payments and we could have gone on a lot of trips and splurged a lot of money but we both believe in delayed gratification you know we still have fun now we live within our means though and then we invest and we put all that money aside we put all our excess money we invest that money and then we kind of park it into real estate and that's that's just our strategy i'm not telling you that you need to do this but i am saying a lesson that is that I really learned from and that I believe in is that delayed gratification. You know, I don't want to be 10 years down the road regretting what I didn't do with my money. You know, you can't go back in time. Yes, it's to say live in the present, have fun now, which we do. And we've set ourselves up where we can do both. We can live in the moment. We can go on trips. We, we're going on a ski trip this weekend. You know, we've created that lifestyle, but we've also set ourselves up. Also generating that income from basement suites, both having full-time jobs. Like we're a lot, We can save a lot of money really fast as well as investing in other ventures and, and pulling that money and using that in real estate as well. Still having that average job. You know, I'm still an electrician. I've been an electrician for 10, 11 years now. Uh, and you know, my circumstances are a lot different than a lot of my coworkers because of what, you know, you don't need to have the crazy paying job to be well off well and wealthy. I, I firmly believe that. And I'm believe that Jess and I are well on our way to doing that. And, um, so yeah, that, that was the sacrifice a little now the delayed gratification to receive a lot more in the future. It doesn't need to be real estate, but just whatever whatever investing ventures you you decide to to choose and and you know also not to sacrifice too much like we lived in that north side house that was pushing the limits for a little bit too much you know it was kind of a sketchy neighborhood just didn't feel safe um going for walks or going for runs and uh you know we extended our stay by maybe a little bit too long there just lived within our means a little bit too much but now that we're in this house you know it's a lot more homey it's a lot more nice a very safe neighborhood you know it's it's really nice while still living within our means like we still have a tenant below us we don't need to live with a tenant below us by any means but it just enables us to save so much more to keep this process going and then we'll just keep scaling and moving up as we go in life uh, another lesson is invest in more than government issued fiat currency because, you know, this is my opinion, but look at the currency over the years. It, it always depreciates. You know, there's always inflation. The, the, worthy, the worthness of money goes down. The, the cost of everything has gone up over the course of time. Just look at history. You know, real estate's kind of safe. It, it, it's proven itself as stable. So I believe that it's very important to diversify out of just that fiat government currency because that's the only thing that's proven over time to go down in value. You know, the cost of living, the cost of things keeps going up and up and up, but the value of the dollar doesn't go up more. The, the value, they just print more money, making it worth less. So it's less valuable the more money they print. So it's, it's just not a very safe idea <laughs> to hold all your holdings in money or, or fiat currency, sorry. And that's why I like to diversify a bit. And right now our intention is to kind of build up a nice 
healthy real estate portfolio and then aggressively diversify into other things as well as fiat currency. But again, this is my opinion. I am not by any means uh, a financial advisor, um, but just again, to hopefully get you thinking a little bit differently. And that leads to you know one of the last lessons, which is to look at things differently. And to, for us in real estate, uh, in particular, looking at real estate differently has, you know, is going to change the course of our life. I feel like a lot of people leverages or, you know, they buy a big a house as they can and they're, they're pigeonholed to this really expensive mortgage, all their utilities, all their costs. Now they can never leave their job because they need to pay their mortgage. They have kids. It just creates so much stress and it's just, this feels like a trap that everyone falls into you know, buy a house. Let's, oh, we can afford this. Let's get this. Oh, we can get two cars. Let's finance those. Let's get, let's get this house. And, you know, now we're, we're good. We can afford this. If we don't move, if we never get another job, if we never, if we never do anything else, we're good. And then you're kind of just stuck there for your whole life. And that kind of scared the shit out of me. So, um, real estate helped me to learn to look at things differently. It's like, okay, how do we not get in this problem? How do we actually use real estate uh, for an opportunity that if we do want to change jobs one day, we have that freedom and flexibility and wealth, you know, parked into these assets that we could utilize and pull out. And yeah, it just gives so much more options and, and freedom and flexibility down the road if you set it up properly. So that is pretty much the sum of the majority of the lessons that we learned in our journey. You know, it's, it's been interesting, it's been fun, and honestly, I'm grateful for it all, looking back on it, even the tough times, because it taught us some invaluable lessons. It really toughened us up for that business mentality, which is going to be necessary in our lives. But yeah, just some amazing lessons, and I thought it'd be cool to share them on this episode. And I just want to say, invest in you. Invest in your financial future. Take the action today to think differently, look at things differently, and to set yourself up for the future. It doesn't need to be real estate, but at least start educating yourself because they do not teach this in school. And I think it's so necessary if we want to surrender our average life. Thank you so much for listening and watching, and I hope you have a great day. Take care.